getting ready to say it's your turn. Okay. Hey, you guys. What's up? This is the We Be Knowing Podcast. It's me, Asia. We have Sade. And we have Rika. Unfortunately, we don't have KC here today due to some problems, but, but she'll be here on our next one. <laughs> this All is right? at work. She's at work, yeah. She, she said she got to secure the bag. I know. <laughs> Secure the pad for this trip, this international trip coming up. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. So, on the agenda today is something that we should have, I feel like we should have touched on last week, but we didn't really have a chance because we took a break last week. Yeah, we did. So, um, one topic that we should touch on is the whole colorism topic, yes. which I'm referring, I know everybody know what I'm referring to. I'm referring to this whole fake outrage about um, a line that Chris Brown said in one of his songs. I believe the song was called No Stacks. What? Damn, what's, what's the name it's of the Indigo. song? The song is called Indigo. I think it's the first song. No, it's a, it's another song that they're talking about. The song that they had the line in it, I thought it was called I Need a Stack. Oh, it re- yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. We should yeah. play it. Can we play it? Can someone play it? Um, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can pull it up on, on my Spotify real quick. So anyway, y'all, um, I think the song, well, no, Asia, because I'm not going to be able to, I got to search for the line in the song. Okay. But everybody should know what I'm talking about. In the song, he says, "I need, I need a, I need a black bitch with nice hair, or something like that." So, a lot of people are, to in my opinion, a lot of people are fake outraged um, about him saying that he needs a black bitch with with nice hair, because honestly, I feel like half of the people already don't like him. Like half of the people already hate him because of the Rihanna situation. So I feel like they just jumped on every time something every time something negative happens when he's involved, I feel like they just jump on a bandwagon just because they already hate him. Yeah, because of that incident which they yeah, need to get over. Which they need to get over exactly. And then the other half, I feel like maybe like I just feel like no, I just feel like they're trying to I just feel like they blew this whole shit out of proportion. Like, as much disrespectful, fucked up shit is said in all types of different rap songs. Right. I don't think that that was he the definitely, case. He's definitely not the the only one who talks about, you know, dark darker females or whatever. Well, about, you know, he's not the only one who does stuff like that. Basically what you said. A lot of rappers talk about stuff like that and nobody says anything. And I kind of agree with you. Whenever Chris Brown does something, um, especially, especially after that whole Rihanna situation, they do nitpick him with every single thing. And it's kind of like the same people who nitpick them, they still are secretly fans they just do it yeah. behind closed doors and exactly. like I said I just feel like I feel like people just because I didn't even hear about the song and then when I did I had listened to the snippet or whatever I mean it didn't really bother me it shouldn't really matter 
people kept saying stuff like he has a platform too big of a platform he shouldn't be saying stuff like that but i'm just like who the fuck are you man, to tell somebody that's that like, way worse than songs it's exactly like, as much disrespectful up, shit as they it's say up to you it's up to you to um feel offended or whatever yeah if you care about it or not like i don't i don't feel like he should have had to address it because just like females, they say stuff about, you know, you know, about light skin. I'm not liking light skin guys or stuff like that. And yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. I just didn't see it as a big of a deal because men say way worse in songs. And I just, I don't know. And nobody says anything about it. So I wonder why they picked and chose to say something. Because it's him. In his background. <laughs> it's him. Oh, but you know what? That's- Go ahead, Asia. I feel like they doing it just because it's his background. Like that's like we're going into um Walmart together, and let's say Sade, you're a compulsive shoplifter. You always steal and stuff like that. And me, I <laughs> no, I'm gonna do another scenario. Let's say you got this. You got two boys going into Walmart. You got one guy, you know, sagging his sagging his pants and he's already been in jail or whatever and then you go on got this other guy who's just normal they expect then you know they're gonna someone's i don't know how to put it in words but it's just based off his history they want to come pick on him and get at him and stuff like that i feel even like, though yeah. he do good yeah i feel like but this is the thing they never report anything that he does good so I feel yes. like to the masses it looks like oh bad every time something come up it's always negative 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 <laughs> And honestly, all the people that are so fucking outraged, I just feel like it's not genuine. I feel like it's not real because for one, I feel like the words that he used is very important. Had he had said, had he have said, um, I need a black bitch with good hair. Maybe I could kind of see how you might be a little offended by that just because he's known for only dating um, not Born. only dating, but only dating Born. like um mixed girl, like girls that are like mixed. So he does have a type. I mean, he, but everybody's entitled to their type, though. I don't. And that's the thing. I don't get that either. Like, he have a type, so what? Yeah, I think, and that's why I think people are blending it. Like they're using that as ammunition to say, "Oh, well, he only has mixed girlfriends, so he don't like black girls." And I don't think that's the case. I just think that he has a type or he has a preference like everybody else. And I don't think that it was that type of issue to where he was saying, oh, I don't like black. Like, I don't think that's what it was. And I feel like that's what everybody was trying to turn it into. It's like, if he would have said good hair, then maybe I could kind of see where you where where somebody might be a little offended. But he said he need a bitch with, with nice hair. So... If you honestly, if you felt offended by that, maybe you self-consciously think that black people can't have nice hair. Like, I don't know, but I feel like it's an internal issue within yourself if you get offended. But to call for everybody else to get offended and try to cancel them over that, I just don't feel like that's a, I just feel like that's And that's a good point. It wasn't even about skin color. Like, it was more so about hair type. So, but people turned it into a, oh, you don't like black bitches. Exactly. Like, that's what they turned it into. Exactly. They put too much thought into it. But you know what? What brought that he don't like black females part came up because people that know Chris Brown and hung around Chris Brown, 
he had like certain requirements, like his VIP section. Like no, it was one person, Tokyo, who came out and said, "Well, a couple of years ago, when I, um my friend was at your um party, and she said that you was only allowing black people, black. I mean, you wasn't allowing black girls, um, in your section. Like you only wanted a certain type of female in your section." Now, I don't know, because I, I kind of feel like iffy about that. Because if it's true, then that's kind of fucked up. But it's only fucked up because, but that could also be made an argument that that's his type. If he said that he didn't want, if he said that he only wanted the type of girls that he likes, like, in his section, I mean... What can you? What can you really? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If he said it, it, it's just hard because we don't know what he said and how. Like nothing came from his mouth. She said that the security or whoever was um doing the VIP said that there was no dark skinned girls or whatever coming in. So I don't know. I just feel like it's not enough evidence for. For it's not enough evidence for for me to just be like, damn. So he said he don't fuck with black bitches and he can't, he don't want no black bitches in his section. I just feel like it's not enough evidence, like because she said that her friend said that the security said that he didn't want dark skinned girls in his section. Like half of that could be not true. The other just wanted the type of girls that he likes in his section. And if that's the case, then you just can't. Is get that mad really such he, a big issue? You just—I mean, these people—they put in too much thought into it. At the end of the day, his album went number one. At the end of the day, he kept on doing him. So, like, I just put, feel like people keep trying to come up with shit that, like, just to like shit on him. And I don't—and I just don't—I just don't feel like it's fair. Like, they put too much. I don't time know. Into and it. I don't think Tokyo should have brought that shit up because she wasn't even there. Yeah, she just put everybody. Just... And if the friend, if the friend didn't come out and say, "Yes, he um said this," and he said that he said he didn't want me in his section because I was I was dark skinned or whatever, and she had came out and said it, then maybe it'll be different. But no, Tokyo came out and said it, and then she like so it's kind of like it's three different people that said shit. You said your friend said that the security or whoever was in charge of the VIP said that Chris Brown said that there was no dark skinned girls. He may not even have said that. Or if he did, he may not have said it like I don't want no black bitches in my in my section. He probably said I want these type of girls in my section. And if that's the type of girls that he likes, then how if everybody has a preference or a type, how can we say it's his shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I just don't believe he would say no black bitches. He like likes no what he dark-skinned bitches. Yeah, I ain't got no type. Hey. I just hey. don't believe... Honestly, I just don't really believe that he would say, say that. Like, I don't believe that he would say uh, okay. no black bitches. You know what? Section. That's not even the issue for me. The issue for me is... <laughs> is they always try to come at him. Like, let's just say if he did say that 
other people they it's been reported that other people say it too and it's been like it was even even one situation i can't remember who the artist was but it was something about no big bitches in my section like no big girls <laughs> no and i i think it was no big girls in the club at all i think it was meat mill but it's it's like um i don't know i i really don't know i mean it it is fucked up though for somebody to say being that you're an artist and you're trying to sell stuff to, you know, the masses, it is kind of fucked up for you to say, I don't want dark skinned bitches in my section or, you know, to say stuff like that when those type of people support you. I, right. I know artists aren't supposed to be perfect or we, we can't expect for them to change who they are um, to please everybody. But it is like smart to do that. Like, I just, I don't know, yeah. it is, I ain't even gonna lie, I mean, I love Chris Brown, but I do think it is kind of fucked up if he, if he said, like, no black bitches in my section, because it's like, right. okay. That's what I'm cool. saying, I it believe... is quite fucked up if he actually said that, but, yeah. again, we don't know what was said or how it was said, so. My thing is, I believe. I'm not gonna cancel him just because yeah. she said that, her friend said that, you know what I'm saying, like. That's yeah. just not enough for me to, but you know, be like, okay, he hates, he doesn't like, like you know, I don't know. But you know what? I believe he did say that, Jason, just based off of his type that he has. But I don't care. I mean, I still like him as an artist. That's not bothering but me. But you can't base that. I feel like you can't base that off of nothing because if that was the case, I've dated nothing but light skinned dudes. But I love black men. Like I just so happen to have just. Like it's just happenstance. Like it's not like I'm picking and choosing. Like it just so happened. Oh, that I the want. One you click it just so is. happened that the yeah. last couple of guys that I dated have been light skinned. Yeah. So I don't feel like you can fully use that as oh he only date this. Like you can't really use that like that. Okay. You can't yeah, you use that as a reason to why like somebody just because you haven't seen somebody date a person that you want them seeing does not mean that they're picking it sh- does not mean that they don't like a certain type of woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And I'm just saying that also based off of experience because I love men. I don't care. Dark skin, light skin, whatever. Uh, different ethnicities, whatever. I don't care. I love men, period. It just it's just it just so happens that I, the last couple of dudes that I dated have been light skinned. Same that here. doesn't mean that I don't like dark skinned niggas. But if y'all are, but if that's what everybody else wants to use to say that, then it looks like I don't fuck with um dark skinned niggas either. But personally, I feel like colorism goes beyond like dating. It's like it goes in the real world too. Not just it's not a that's a thing. They worrying about preferences when it comes to dating. Colorism is a problem outside of dating that they're not even talking too much about. Like in the workplace and stuff, like you like I, you see some, you see someone like um they I saw something on the internet where they saying dark skinned people are more likely to have attitudes and stuff like that. <laughs> like I see stuff like that, and I know some dark. I mean, but that's more of like a colorism issue. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. It goes beyond just dating. It's not a problem. Like they weren't about it in dating. It's more like 
a problem in the real world when it comes to work. Exactly. You know what? You're right, Asia, because they're so they're so focused on this one line that Chris Brown said in a random song when they need to be addressing colorism in the black community. That's what I'm saying. And real, real, actual, real colorism yes. issues. Like, let's talk about that. Like, Nobody wants to talk about how alive colorism is in the black community. Yes, like let me tell you one example, prime example. I grew up in a family around like a bunch of kids and stuff like that. So I'm loud because in order to get my point across, I have to be loud. So being a teacher in a white environment and my tone and everything, if I'm around my black, if I'm around black people and stuff like that in my household, they would think that I'm talking normal. But these kids would think that I'm yelling at them. Or if my coworker tell me something and I react to them, they're thinking I'm getting loud or an attitude. I'm not getting loud or an attitude. This is how I talk. This is how we talk in my household. And so they see black girl and stuff like that. Or a dark-skinned girl. Oh, she want to have an attitude. They may think the light-skinned girl may be nicer than a dark-skinned girl. Because of facial expression, she may be more, you know, welcoming. But you got some dark-skinned girls who has, like, good facial expression where they're more, you know, welcoming. That feeds in the stereotypes, too. It do. It do. So with colorism, there's stereotypes. That's what I'm thinking. I, I just feel like... I just feel like colorism in the Black community has been ingrained. Like, the society as a whole has been pushing since the very beginning, since slavery, that lighter is better. So I feel like uh-huh. just naturally, um, even black people became to see it like that. Like, because, oh, the light-skinned people, they get to stay in the house where the dark-skinned people got to go out in the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like it's been ingrained, maybe self, like, subconsciously to where some black people if you're not conscious you like in the back of your mind or in the back of your consciousness think that too and I think that's why some people um think that think that dark-skinned girls aren't supposed to aren't pretty dark-skinned girls aren't smart dark-skinned girls are loud and ghetto dark-skinned girls you know what I'm saying all these different stereotypes come along with society ingraining that light skin light lighter skin is better than than darker skin and the darker skin the more darker skin you have the more irrelevant you are so i just feel like it's really 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 bad in the in the black community right now because i feel like um like when i was little okay so i'm dark skin when I was a little girl, I remember I remember hating that I was dark-skinned. Like, at, at, at some points of my childhood, I remember hating that I was dark-skinned because I used to get picked on for being dark-skinned. And so I used to feel like, man, if I was just a little bit lighter, then I'll be a little bit prettier, and then everybody would like me. And that's why I feel like that's why I feel like representation is so so important. Like like for example, um for example, this whole um 
we got a new little we got a new little mermaid, right? Yeah. Um, what's her name? Which one is it? Hallie. 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 Um, Bailey. So Hallie is is now going to be playing Ariel in The Little Mermaid. So, and y'all see how all the white people were so outraged that she was going to be playing The Little Mermaid. But I feel like that was a great move because I just feel like representation is so important. We need to start seeing Black people in these types of roles because the little girls that are growing up and they and at some point they feel the same way that I did when I was a little girl like wow I'm getting picked on for being dark skinned I must like I must be ugly or I must you know what I'm saying they they feel like that they lose their confidence because it's all around them but I feel like the more representation we have the more confidence we give to the little girls because they see oh like oh wow she's 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 black. She's she's the Little Mermaid, or she's she's dark skinned and she's in whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or she's dark skinned and they have um, Barbies now that are dark skinned and you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like it's really bad. Oh, did y'all see that video of that girl? Um, she had just had a baby, and um, she was like, oh. I thought I thought her eyes were gonna be pretty like mine. Oh, she had dark, she had brown um, eyes. That YouTuber, Danny yes. and Bianca, they have Colorism. made a video addressing that. And it be so crazy how people who are dark skinned themselves say stuff like that because it's like, man, do you love yourself? You know, because you know exactly. the dad of the little a little baby that was in the video, he was dark skinned and he wasn't like brown skin because you know just be real you know you got the light skin you got the brown skin and you got the dark skin he was dark skin you know so it was kind of like man do y'all not love y'all selves you know i don't think she i don't i don't think that's and that's what i'm saying i feel like she probably don't even understand what she did like she probably don't even because it's been ingrained like in her subconscious or something that like pretty eyes like lighter eyes are prettier than darker eyes and that's the problem that's the problem viewing a darker color as uglier than a lighter color and you know what you just had a damn baby and you talking about i thought her eyes were gonna be pretty like mine her eyes are pretty any color that they are why does dark always have to be the ugly color And just like you said shade all of this stuff (laughs) it stems it stems from slavery like that's where that lighter is prettier you know the kinky curly hair is better or the straight and silky hair is better or the fair skin is better like that all stems from that and it's like we so we i ain't even gonna say we as a black community they're so hurt about the whole slavery thing but we we carry on those same values that were had during slavery. Like, oh, light skin is better. Because just like you said um, about when you were a child, you always wanted to be lighter. Like, when I was a child, and I'm not even dark. When I was a child, I used to want to, I didn't want to be my skin color neither. And it went, and it got as far as high school where I felt like that. Like, because I always felt like, 
Okay, so the foreign, the foreign bitches, they get, they get majority of the attention, like, or you know, people praise yeah. them. So it, it yeah. kind of make me feel like that. But as I got older, like, and then I would say like around college, that's when I like kind of, and it's that's kind of late in the game for me to have a change of thought. But that's when I felt like, okay. Black is good. I don't care what nobody else say. That's their that's their opinion. That's their preference. If they think that, just like, um, it's that Rocky made a comment, and the only reason why this surfaced is because you know he's in um Sweden, and they're supposed to be saying that he's in um, you know, unlivable conditions and whatever jail cell he's in. But he basically had said something like. He he made a comment about black females and red lipstick. Basically saying black females can't wear red lipstick. And he said, that's for light-skinned bitches. You know, so that's what he said in the interview or whatever. And then he tried to come out and say, like, they twisted my words. But it wasn't like it was a transcript in a magazine. It was a video. It was an audio interview. So that's what he said. And it's like... We shouldn't really even give a fuck about like that. If that's how they feel, let them. That's how they feel. Like I'm gonna continue to wear red lipstick, like or another black girl. I know, but it's important. I feel like it's important for people to wake up and be conscious that that, especially people in those type of positions, like you are, you are contributing to the color. You are contributing to colorism in black community, and that's the problem. Where did Asia go? I hear you. You mm-hmm. good, Asia? Can y'all hear me? Okay. But yeah, like I feel like people, especially in that position, they need to be more conscious of like the shit that I mean, if you feel that way, then there's nothing that anybody can do about that. I have a However, if you're in that type of um, position and that type of platform, who the fuck are you to say that black bitches can't wear red lipstick? Like, you're part of the problem. And it's kind of like, when I was listening to it, because I had just heard about this the other day, like, what the fuck is it to you? Like, what does it matter if any female is near red, purple? Because he had even said something like exactly. that about the purple lipstick saying, well, nobody should be wearing purple lipstick. Let's just face it, it looks stupid. Like, who are you? Like, and I like you, except Rocky, Rocky, but why the fuck are y'all talking about that in the interview? Like, what is it to you? Like, I didn't, I didn't get that it. That shit's fucked and up. I, I used to actually think that, too, though. Like, I used to think that. That's crazy that he said that because I used to think that, like, I used to think that because of my my skin tone that I was darker, I used to think that I couldn't wear, like, colorful lipsticks and, like, colorful eyeshadows and stuff because I felt like, oh, well, I guess it's it's just not really for my skin tone. Yeah. But no, fuck that. You can wear whatever the fuck you want and the shit looks good. If it looks good, it looks good. And when I started wearing lipstick in college... That's when I really. That's when I started wearing lipstick in college because I realized, I, matter of fact, one of my coworkers, um, her name is Cassandra. So if you're listening, Cassandra, shout out to you. She had a, a um, I had complimented her on her lipstick, and she was like, "Oh yeah, here it is. I got it from it's Maybelline, whatever, whatever." And she was like, "Here, you should you should try it. Try it on." 
And I was like, no, nah, I can't. I don't think bright colors like that um, look good on, on me because, like, my skin tone is darker, so I don't really think it's going to look good. And she was like, girl, what are you talking about? That's that's the main, your dark skin against, this lipstick against your dark skin will make it pop. That's the whole point. It's going to yep. look great. And 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 I didn't realize that. I'm thinking, like, man, it's just going to look dumb because I got a darker skin tone and I just Dark dark skinned girls don't look good wearing all these bright colors, and she's the one that actually like made me start wearing lipstick in college because she had me try that lipstick on, and I had never tried to try lipstick before because that's just automatically what I thought. And so that's why I'm saying saying things like that contributes to the problem. Yeah, and I remember um like I have my two older sisters they're dark they're dark they're darker than me, and then I have some dark skinned friends. And then I remember when it comes to time when, you know, you want to get a hairstyle and, you know, try to find a hair color and stuff. I would tell my sister some good hair colors or some good hairstyles. And she'll go like, some, or, and my friends, they'll go like, oh, that's a cute hair color. It'll look cute on you, but not on me. And I used to have a hard time understanding, like, well, what do you mean by that? Then it, I started to realize, okay, they're talking about their, um, you know, their skin tone. But seeing these darker skinned females with like green hair and stuff, that's comforting. Yeah. That's encouraging. Yeah. Like, okay, that's sis looks bomb in that um money green hair. Let me try that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like rep- representation is important because I and I just feel like nobody understand if you're not dark skinned, you don't understand the struggle of being a dark skinned black woman. Like light skinned girls, okay. y'all don't Y'all don't understand the struggle. It's but just, what do it's, you tell? It's not like a slight. But what do you tell it's the ones that's fact. in between? The brown skin or caramel people? You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't understand either. Nobody understands. See? If you're not dark skin, you don't understand. Okay, see that? The diff- you don't understand the struggle that dark skin black people okay. go to. And that's just a fact okay. to me. And I feel like if you're light skin, you should be the main person speaking on colorism. That's what I was about to ask because you a question. It's two questions I want to know. Is there, um, okay. this, Sharika, you answer this too. I got two questions. It's a yes and no, then we can go into discussing it. Do you think there's a such thing as light skin privilege, Sharika? Of course All there right. is. Sade, you say there is. Sharika, okay. what about you? Yeah, I think there's a such thing as okay. light skin privilege. All right, let me ask the second question before y'all go in this, into discussion. Do you think there's a such thing as dark skin privilege? No, no, nope. all right, it doesn't exist. What about you, um, Sharika? No, I don't think there's a such thing as dark skin privilege. Okay, what? And that's exactly why I'm saying. Can y'all explain, like, why does one exist and why doesn't the other? I probably understand, but the listeners because because people favor people favor lighter, lighter skin. skin. It's just simple as that. Like, and then. And that's that's why I said thing. you're not going to understand. We, if you're not dark skin, you're not going to understand. And when it comes to being a woman, we need to stop letting, because the people who are making these um, statements about the skin color are men. We have to stop letting men shape how we view ourselves. It's, it's men and light-skinned females, honestly. That's so why I said it needs to be the light-skinned light females because I'm just saying based off experience, I don't really see it. Like, I don't really see people blatantly saying comments about their lighter skin. I don't see it myself, but... No, I'm not talking about people making blatant comments. I mean the fact that light skin privilege is a thing. 
So because light skin privilege is a thing, even if you don't blatantly um, say anything like that, it's a fact that just you being lighter skinned is a privilege to you and not In me. what ways, though? Like, what do you mean? In any type of way. In any type of way where people look at your skin color and might think, oh, she might be a little friendlier because she's lighter skinned. Or she's kind of she's she's prettier because she's she's lighter skinned. I mean, it's it's it's, it's that's just what it is. That's why light skin privilege is a thing, because there's privileges to you having lighter skin. I mean, because people that have that same bias, they're when they look at lighter skin, they think prettier, they think better, they think smarter, they think nicer. I think it might be a dark skin. That's just it might be some dark skin privilege within the black community, but like when you could no, you don't think so? No, like within honestly within the black community, the black community is the main people that be putting down dark skin. So no, I don't think there's dark. I don't. Well, no, no not right now. No, times have changed. Now I see more no, of the black community. No, they haven't. Now I see more of the black community <laughs> being embraced, like melanin, like melanin queen, my black queens, like because black culture. Oh is yeah, starting I mean, to, you know, like it's I being mean, dark skin is starting the to aesthetic. Seen, yeah. I feel like the only reason why that is is because now the aesthetic is popular, and that's good that it's being put out. Like this is beauty. Don't be ashamed of it. Like um, these dark skinned girls are like. It is, but the problem is people only like dark skin when it's a model oiled up, half naked, and she's really, really. And that's pretty. another thing I was about to ask you guys. They don't accept any other type of beauty. If you don't look like a supermodel and your skin, your dark skin is not oiled up and caught in a pretty picture, they not fucking with it, and that's just the and truth. And you know, that's another thing I had wanted to um acts like um you know is um black culture the new pop culture and it is of course it is and then but you know what uh, oh you know what about like another thing too like little girls like my niece she's um she's i got one niece wow okay i have one niece that's by bi- i have two biracial nieces um one of them she has more <laughs> like her hair is more towards like you know white people hair and then I have a niece where she's more her hair is like more thick and it's coarse then I have my middle niece she's um 100% black and stuff like that and then my niece that's biracial the one that has the more coarse hair and stuff she have it hard too and I think it's because of her hair I guess her hair it's showing more that she's more, I guess, more African American. Like she has a heart. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like biracial people that maybe have more black, more black features. Yeah, yeah they're gonna be. Yeah, but it's not the same as dark. It's not the same. Then, it's not the and same. And then the thing that gets me is she talks so proper and stuff and people say that she acts white and how could you tell a I mean, biracial kid that's part of the that's part I of the hate problem. that whole I, I, when I tell you I hate that shit like why is talking it. proper yeah, a white like, person thing that's that that's is, what I'm that saying it's so... part of the color that's part of colorism and it's part of black people thinking that goes back to slavery times that if you the more that you act white you know what I'm saying like you can't, as a black person, that just goes back to fucking the shit that's been engraved since slavery, that black people are not 
smart and black people can't are are can't it's like it's been ingrained bro so they think that subconsciously i don't think they think that or like actually think that but subconsciously i feel like they they're like oh you you speak really well for a black person that's basically what that means that is, if you say so, oh you speak proper that's so like, ignorant to me like ignorant as fuck because it's like so you're basically saying only white people speak with can good speak english. proper english yeah like that's just, and I feel like anybody who says that is ignorant. Like I, I um, I grew up hearing stuff like this. Like why? Me too. Why you talk white? Like no, like that. That don't make sense to me. Cause it's just basically saying like black people supposed to talk a certain way, like with the slang and stuff like that. Everybody don't grow up around that. Like everybody doesn't grow up around that. And even if And also you know you you gotta know (laughs) when and where to Oh that's fine. You gotta know when and where people know when and where to use shit. Like I may speak a different way when I'm around my friends, you know what I'm saying? Using the slang and shit. But that doesn't mean I don't know proper English, how to speak with proper English and proper grammar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. And then, you know what? To be honest, I blame the house. I hate to say this. You cannot. I mean, yeah, how you talk at home is how you talk at home. But these people go out into the real world thinking, okay, I talk at home like this. You know, in person, I mean, out there with other people, like the little baby talk. My nieces and nephews, I don't say stuff like, you want your water? You wet, wet? I don't say stuff like that to them. I talk to them like they're an adult. So when they go out in their real world, they can talk proper and stuff like that. So that right there starts at home. It's just ignorant. It's just ignorant to say that because you don't speak a certain way that you or you speak proper that you sound like a white person because only white people only, can talk quote proper. unquote only white people yeah that. that's it like that that's is the ignorant shit as that... hell if you think about it like that's an insult like like what you mean sis I have to talk white right. I mean I have to um be only white people can talk proper like I don't get that you don't get it and a smart person knows when to switch it up when I'm around my friends, Girl, I may talk a certain way. When yes. I go out in public or I need to be professional, code switch 101. I need to speak English in a more professional yeah. manner. That's being smart. That's, that's not switching. That's yeah, like And it's just be and it's simply anything, because that's smart. Not everybody understands a certain certain lingo. Like I, I work in customer exactly. service, so I'm not gonna be on the phone saying sis or you know, stuff like that because they probably either either get offended by it or don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Or but if, exactly. But if they talking to you on that level and you trying to help them understand, you're gonna it, it benefits. So you're gonna talk to them on that level. And that goes by where Shade said you talk to certain people a certain way. Just yeah. Like if I'm talking to a customer and they're speaking a certain way, it's only natural for me to you know I start to like if a, if somebody is on the you match yeah, like up. somebody on the phone saying, "Honey, like I need to do this because blah blah." Then I'm gonna match what they're saying because now I now we're on that level. But yep. if, if Bob is calling me, I'm not gonna be 
saying certain stuff to Bob because I'm gonna match how he's talking to me or whatever. Not saying that I'm Ooh. I switch up who I am around certain people, but I do <laughs> so that they can understand me. Yeah, like everybody does not exactly, understand. and that's the yeah. whole point informal informal language. Pro- that's what exactly that's the whole point of informal and formal language so you can switch back and forth depending on the circumstances another way i want to get on to that too going back into um the black community um okay me shade having disagreement asia why are you yelling no you're talking to me in your tone like that so i'm going to talk to you in the same tone you're talking to me now we're on each other's level so we can understand each other at the same time because most people think, oh, why are you getting loud? Sometimes I'm not getting loud. Sometimes this is just, this is how I talk. It's, that's, one, that's one problem that I face all the time in my life in the workplace because I work mostly around white people. And when I open my mouth and defend myself, it's like I'm coming off as rude and stuff. But this is my tone. And But Asia, that's something that you might have to work work at. But it's only a problem in the white. It's only a problem when I'm at work in the white community. When I'm talking to my black, but if you work in a majority white white institution, then you gotta switch it up. You gotta switch up. Yeah, I understand. That's just that's just the reality of the situation. Like like that. Do y'all y'all seen the whole season? Well, the, all the season of Insecure. Remember when they had that new lawyer or that new? I'm not sure. She was. Yeah, I know she's talking about. Said something about she was talking. Yeah, she was basically being belligerent, honestly. Ratchet. And I ain't even gonna say ratchet. She was being too loud for a workspace like that. Like, and I, and you know what? I have that issue at my job, and I'm not even gonna say where I work at, but I have that issue too. The type of environment that my job provides for us, it is like uh, they try to provide a comfortable you know, environment, but it do be sometimes where people just be too damn loud for the type of work. We talk on the phones, like, come on now, we dealing with customers all day. You know how many times people will complain, like, dang, it's loud in your background. And it's kind of, and then it kind of frustrates me sometimes too, because it's like, I don't like to have people because we loud in the background, but it's just that's just the type of work environment that my job provides. But I do feel like in certain settings, you do have to adjust. Just like you're not gonna talk loud in the library. It's being professional. It's I being understand professional. that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, I am professional in my work environment. When I'm teaching, I'm very vocal. The thing that gets me is when I'm talking to my same way I talk to my black coworkers. I mean, same way I talk to my white coworkers, I talk to my black coworkers the same thing. They know I'm not getting. Y- y'all even know how I talk. Okay, Asia, but everybody don't know. Proper, everybody don't know you. So proper. in the workplace, you need to you need to try harder but to kind of tone down. They so actually that, do know me because I developed that relationship. But I'm just saying, Asia, when you're in a workplace, sometimes some things that maybe you come you may you may be comfortable with and you may be used to and that's just how you do it in the workplace you got to think about how everybody else may let me ask you this but i understand it i'm just trying to make sure i'm understanding you correctly so your colleagues and um say something about you being too loud in the workplace like when y'all in meetings no no, see, I don't think y'all understanding. Okay. They don't say anything about me being loud. It's my tone. They think that my tone and stuff is offensive. Like, if they tell me something, 
I'm offensive about it. I'm very passionate about teaching and stuff like that. They would think that I'm arguing, like I'm yelling, but I'm not. But my parents even understand it. But my thing is this, when I'm talking to my coworkers, my black, even my white best friends, they know how I talk the way that I talk. And then my own black, my black coworkers, it's not a problem when we talk. But when it's the other ones and stuff like that, they think I'm coming off as offensive when they tell me stuff. Oh, they'll be like, oh, Miss Parker, um, your tag sticking out. Oh, my gosh, thank you. I didn't see that. They'll think, like, right there, they'll think that I'm being offensive and getting mad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know. Oh my I don't gosh, know. You like, just got to be you. careful, extra careful with your tone and your volume when you're when you're in the you know what? I, mean, I, I don't know how I else to say what it. you're saying and I get that a lot but never in the workplace it's always with like my family like and it's because when I was growing up I'm already soft-spoken my voice is kind of squeaky as hell and I'm very timid so it's like the older I got it's kind of like I use when I when I do be in certain conversations about certain stuff, I do get kind of loud or I do get – it do seem like I get offensive, but it kind of stems from how I grew up. I grew up – when I Thank was younger, you. even like in the high school days, I felt like I didn't have no voice. So now that's just my way of getting my yep. voice, and it's probably not – Thank you. Thank you. Other people. But I don't really have the issue – like in the workplace, it'd be more so with family or friends. Sure. You said it all. That's my thing. And I tell my female students this all the time. Us as black females, we are told so many times to be quiet and bite our tongue and hold it. Be quiet and not speak our mind. We've been told that all the time. God gave us a mouth. Voice our opinion and don't be afraid. You don't bite your tongue for anyone okay. and stuff like that. We've been told so many times as a black female by men and by white people to be quiet, keep our mouth shut. So, of course, you're going to use your mouth. You're going to open your mouth and speak on what's right and what's wrong. Oh, I wasn't talking about like that. I was just talking about more so how to speak and act in the workplace. Yeah. I wasn't talking about like not having, no, not like not having your voice heard and nothing. You should definitely have your voice yeah, see, heard, when, but when it's a way talking, to I do did, it when you're in the that's workplace. Why I was asking for clarification. That's what I thought, I thought you were talking about. I automatically thought, thought about that show Insecure when that girl was loud and you can hear her outside then, the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm nowhere near that. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, um... Let's let's switch over to the next the other topic that we're supposed to talk about. Cultural y'all. appropriation versus cultural appreciation. Yes. So I mean what's the definition of cultural appropriation? Let me look this shit up so I can see. And I'll do a cultural so appreciation. So I can read this shit. I don't know if cultural appreciation has an actual definition, but cultural appropriation. Okay, so according to the internet, the internet. According to Beyonce's internet, cultural appropriation is the adoption of elements of one culture by members of another culture. 
this can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. So, basically, is when white folks be stealing shit from black people and then try to make it shit, make, try to make that shit. And you know out. what? That really pisses me off because I hate to see like you already know black people been rocking cornrows for forever because that was a way. You mean a, bust that the braids? That was a way <laughs> to manage our hair and and by I mean like any type of braids, box braids, cornrows, any any type of thing, any type of braids. Um, I feel like we've been doing that for, you know, as far back as anybody can remember. But I really hate when a popular magazine like Vogue or something, they'll put a fucking non-black person on there with the style. Call it something else. Say yeah, a new trend, boxer braids. Like, like, bitch. We cannot have nothing. And, it's, and I'm not even the type of person to be like, Oh, white people can't wear braids. They can't do this. Because I honestly, but it's just like how they portray it in the media. When we do it, it's the issue. Like, when we, when we do it, it's either ratchet, ugly, ghetto, whatever. Yeah, and it's or like, they do it, it's trendy and something hot and new. Like, so, like, another, another thing, I hate to bring this up. Another thing, like, okay. Black females when they're going to the store. Now we've told we've known this leggings and tights. You're supposed to wear like big shirts and stuff over it. So we see a black girl going to the store with some tights on and leggings. We thinking, uh, her booty look nasty. It's all big. It look uh uh uh. But I just got on the shade room the other day and I was disgusted because I saw um Kylie Jenner and her friend. They were in some leggings, whatever, and they butts look ridiculous. I seen that, but ain't no problem with that. You know what? Another thing white people do is they'll um they'll wear some okay for example in the airport everybody has their own individual style in the airport some people dress up like normal like they're going to work or something some people dress really really comfy say you'll see a a white girl in some nike shorts and a t-shirt you see a black girl in that same thing but because she got a little hip and little butt, it's a fucking issue. Yeah, and just to bring this up, yeah. American Airlines had just yes, that black lady you talking about. Yeah, the lady about um her. her she was showing too much. She was inappropriate or something. She, she had butt, thighs, hips. She had that, but had somebody else had on that same outfit. It, it wouldn't have been, been a problem. And the shit didn't look bad. The shit, it's not like she did not have nothing you know out what? of the ordinary. She that, had on a cute little romper. And then I was looking at it like this because I was thinking like, okay, um, had her butt been out, that would have been understanding. But she was actually covered up. Mm-hmm. Her her cleavage wasn't out and her ass cheek was her ass cheeks wasn't out. Exactly. So it seems like it was I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to black black women, period, they people over sexualize our bodies, and it's not our fault that we don't just we got have flat asses and all of that. Like no thighs, like that. It's just 
that shit pisses me the fuck off, bro. Just like the the, the little black girls getting um suspended from school and shit because they have um braids and shit. Like, how the fuck are you gonna tell me what to do with my natural hair that grows out of my fucking head? Oh yeah, I saw that. I actually um I don't know if I can um mention this, but um because I'm all I'm I'm so driven into like black girls in the um education system and stuff like that. It's so many books that I read. It's one book that I can I mention this book that if I was you guys I would read. It's called. It's called Push Out by Monique Morris. It's basically talking about the criminalization of black girls in schools. And it's talking, it's like a compilation of like all the um, stories of black girls that happen across the media. It is so good. Like, oh my gosh. It's basically trying to um, dive into like what's causing black girls to um, act up in the education system, what's causing them to drop out and not have an education. It's so good. The problem is that us doing our natural hair, wearing dread lo- dreads or wearing braids and shit, somehow that's seen as unprofessional. But that's how, that's our culture. That's how we do our fucking hair. Just because we have braids does not mean that shit is not professional. You're right. Matter of fact, they just now, in 2019, the, the only state has now banned the, the discrimination of people because of their hair and you know California, what the first state that did i it. went to an hbcu and i can't and i can honestly remember going to um it wasn't necessarily a seminar it was talking it so basically it was showing like what you should wear to an interview or something like that or whatever and they had like girls come out in certain outfits and certain hairstyles and they would be like this is not what you were wearing and they had the uh, the I guess the appropriate way and it kind of made me feel like <laughs> why we gotta why like why does this matter like if if I do good at my job if I want to wear 14, I mean, 20-inch weave. Like, why can't I do that if I do my job good and I don't work at a restaurant and my hair is not getting in everybody's food? Exactly. Why do I have to pull my hair you back need to be hiring. short exactly. to look professional? Like, You need to be hiring me based on my resume, based on my experience, based on what I can do, not what the fuck I look like. That don't got shit to do with shit. As long as I'm not fucking in the way of somebody else or disturbing somebody else, even if I am, fuck them. <laughs> like, if I'm not hurting nobody, then you need to mind your fucking business because it ain't your business. I agree. I honestly and, agree. Okay, so, so let's switch it back well, over to no, the appropriate. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking about something because, um, it's weird when I'm talking about this culturism and culture, culture all this stuff. It, it comes a little. It talks about um, stereotypes too, because I'll never forget. I remember I had some Senegalese twists, and this African lady was doing my hair, and then all of a sudden I see this woman. I won't say the word ghetto, but I saw this woman. She asked me how I'm doing, and then all of a sudden I see her coming and parking my hair. I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> you're not about to be twisting my hair. I want an African twisting my hair and stuff. So that probably don't got nothing to do with what we It doesn't, but. <laughs> Girl, I thought you had some oh. shit to say. <laughs> I know, like. I was, I was listening. I was so quiet. <laughs> like, ooh, what's your shit to say? 
Um, so back on topic. <laughs> thank you for Whatever. thank you for that story. In other Angel. news, back at you. But back back to our topic. Um, actually, let's let's um let's dial back in so that we can because we about to get cut off in like three minutes. But I feel like we can end this like a little bit longer than that in three minutes. So we're gonna take a brief intermission, and we'll be right back. Are you feeling tired? Are you breast aching? Goodbye. I'm about to send. <laughs> I'm about to send another. Um, I'm about to send another okay. uh, text. Okay. And we're back at it. Welcome back. Oh my God, back at it again. Okay, so what were we talking? Okay, so what we were talking about before the intermission was we were talking about cultural appropriation. So we gonna get back on to that side of the topic because I feel like it's super important. So basically. Um, actually, Gronish just did an episode um, kind of showcasing um, what they thought, well, what some characters in the show thought to be um, cultural appropriation. So if you haven't seen the episode, um, go watch it. It's on Hulu. You can go to Hulu and watch it. Um, it's the late, the late last week's episode. But So basically the problem with um, cultural appropriation is I feel like when you when you take elements from another culture and either A, try to pass it off as your own, B, are disrespectful, or C, try to mock that specific element, then it's it's cultural appropriation and it's a problem. So I, I don't feel like I've seen another group do this more than white people. White people are <laughs> always taking shit from minorities and not just black people. They take, they handpick shit that they think is cute or trendy for the moment and then take the shit and then say that it's the new hot trendy thing and then they rename it and try to pass it off as their own. And the shit pisses me yeah. off every time that I see it. And the fact that they think that they can um, point out white people. Nobody else can be, well, I'm not going to say nobody else can appropriate culture, but, okay, this is what I can say. Minorities can't really appropriate culture. Not like y'all, not not like white people do. Uh, I want to say something. Dan Rue. Okay. <laughs> He's white. And cultural appreciation or cultural appropriation? I don't know who that is or what you're talking about. That's that dude that be doing a dance. Like, oh when the oh no, what is you doing, baby? That one? Yeah. The one the little guy who be doing a little dance when he okay, I get what yeah. Um He dressed like a black I don't person. Really know him. I've never seen I just know that he be dancing, so I'm honestly not sure. He said the N word. But for a better example, what about Eminem? Because we, what about somebody like him? But Eminem don't say nigga. We're not talking about nigga. I'm talking about 
So I feel like the only way that a white person can get away with um, having elements of black culture or whatever is if they grew up in an environment where that may be just where they grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing if you grew up around that and that's just how you are, that's just how you've adapted, that's just how you speak or that's just how you act. It's another thing if you're purposely trying to act that way and that's not who you are. Do you get around a group of white people or something and that's not who you are? I feel you because I used to think that my um, I used to think that my brother-in-law I used to think that he used to try to act black but as I got to know him more and stuff like that I realized that he grew up like he grew up around a lot of um, around a lot of black people yeah and they had a lot of influence on him in his upbringing like he even I won't I hate to say this he dresses like a he dresses like a black boy I hate to say that because that I really mean, it is what it is, but it's a thin line. It's a very thin line between, and that's the debate. It's a, oh. it's a very thin line. Uh, uh-uh. we did some in the. Th- come on now, in high school, we had some cultural um appropriation going on. We remember how the white black boy white boy swag, whatever. <laughs> how like the um that's black not people the same used to dress thing, like. Asia. How it's not the same thing? Enlighten me. That's not the same thing. Because white this? white people aren't were never oppressed. They're not an oppressed people. Cause you know so, how girls be like, oh, he killed, he dressed like a white boy. He got that white boy swag, you know, polos, khakis. That's not the same that's not the same thing as cultural appropriation. White people are not an oppressed people. Shit wasn't stole from them. Shit was stole from us. Okay. Like minorities. Okay. And by us I mean minorities. Okay. So okay. I just feel like and it is a very thin line. It's a thin line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like cultural appreciation is you genuinely like the way that the corn cornrows look or box braids look. And you think they're pretty and you want to get them. That's totally fine. That's, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. The problem comes where you try to be something that you're not or you try to take the shit and then pass it off as your own. Yep. That's the problem. So if you guys seen the, the last week's episode of Grownish, the vet yeah. who is, I think, Indian. He, he is? Yes. His, he's Indian. At least in the show he is. I don't know what he is in real life, but he's playing an Indian. Um, I, he might be Indian in real life. I'm not sure. But in the show, his, he's Indian. His parents are Indian. So I'm assuming he's Indian. In the show, Vivek, you can say that Vivek kind of acts black. He dresses black and speaks with like black slang and so the argument in the show was some people felt like he was appropriating culture and some people including me felt like he was just appreciating the culture so that's why I say it's a thin line because if you get like okay 
I felt like the whole time Vivek was just appreciating it. I felt like he was around all of his friends were black. He's around black people all the time. When when you're in that type of environment, you're going to adapt. And that's just the natural way that that's just natural. So you're gonna start picking up things that you like that you're around. And that's just what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem I think in the show at least came from when Vivek kinda he tried to put on a do rag. <laughs> This fool tried to put on a do-rag. And you know how everybody was doing that um, wave check wave thing check. where you put on a do-rag and then you, you reveal your waves. So Vivek, who has like, like, you know, like straight, like, I don't know, like white people's type hair. I don't know what to call it. Like thin, just straight thin hair. He puts on a fucking do-rag. And reveals his fucking quote unquote waves, which he didn't have, but he did it like he had waves like a black person. And so that was really the main thing that got Doug, who's Diggy in the show, um, and was like, okay, I don't really like how he's like moving. Now that might have been a little step over the line, but I still don't think he was appropriating the culture. He may have stepped a little, he may have, it may have been a little bit too far, but if that's your friend, then you should just talk to them and be like, yo, like, that's a bit much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people were, what just happened where people were outraged? Rihanna, she had that cover. Oh, yeah. Um, of the magazine, and people was trying to say, well, we, they all, say know, we, we didn't... all know which people. But it was some people that was trying trying to say that she was appropriating um Chinese culture because she had on uh, she had like a Chinese hairstyle, she had Chinese makeup on, Chinese wardrobe no. on. And she I was got, in the cover. From what I got from it, they were saying that she got no what that was well, from what I got from the media, they were saying that she should have been she should have been held accountable, but she didn't. She got away with it because she's Rihanna. That's what I got from the media. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be, they were oh, saying okay. that she was appropriate in their culture. But no one made is, a big deal of it because it was Rihanna. Right. But she wasn't a cult, a, appropriating the culture. So that argument has no, is not valid. True. Because they no said, fucking sense. She's which is on a magazine. She's on the, chi- the magazine cover of China, first of all. And then the Chinese people, they didn't want to help with her photos. The Chinese magazine, the Chinese makeup, like the Chinese. It's a Chinese magazine, first of all. It's a Chinese photographer. Stop. And it's a, if it's a Chinese ma- magazine, I'm sure there's a Chinese wardrobe stylist. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not appropriating culture. That's not trying to steal elements from a culture and make them your own. That's the Chinese embracing her, putting her in their stuff, and, and taking pictures of her. She was welcome. She was invited to do that. So there's no way even remotely that that could be cultural appropriation. If anybody thinks that, you're a fucking idiot. Wow. That's not the same. That's like... You gotta realize a a cultural appropriation is when you're stealing the culture. She wasn't she wasn't stealing the culture 
saying that it's hers or anything like that. It was simply just a photo. So that's completely different from the Kardashians. Oh, white stealing person everything. going on the magazine with braids. The Kardashians, new trendy, um, cross braids or some shit, making up a new name. That's 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 completely different. I feel like the Kardashians appropriate the most, and nobody ever says shit about it. Like. I mean, I feel like some people say something about it, but they still support them, like, all the t- Like, they support everything they do. And I just feel like it's been proven multiple times that they've actually stolen, like, ideas and stuff from, like, people on, like, Instagram and stuff and then pass it off as their own. Oh, I saw that with Kylie. You saw that? And Kim. Kylie and Kim. And it's multiple people that have came out and said that they stole... They stole um, ideas, like wardrobe ideas, like um, design ideas and stuff from people on Instagram that are like no, basically nobodies. Like hey, they, I, when somebody steal they little funky ass shit, they want to get mad about it. <laughs> but they still, no, try. I'm just, I just, I'm just really sick of the Kardashians, and I would never buy shit that they're selling because I just feel like. They want to be black until it's time to be black. You know what's funny that's, though? That's how it always. That's what. That's like everybody want to. Everybody want to be black because it's all cool and trendy right now. And old melanin this and 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 glow that. But when it's time to really be black and speak about black issues and things that are affecting the black community, they don't want no part. You want to know what's funny to me? <laughs> you got to ask what's funny to me. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> I find it funny how, um, like, Callie is, like, hanging back out with her, like, old elementary friends. Now that her and, um, Jordan not close no more. Like, that is so funny. I'm sick of all the Kardashians, but Courtney. Like, they just get on my fucking nerves. And I'm sick of people, like, supporting them and I'm sick and I'm annoyed that they're so popular when they don't do anything. All yeah, they do is still black and ride it. Exactly. All they do is still black men, still black looks, still black bodies, and fucking profit off the shit. Make it and make it trendy like it's their shit. And Just they got that make shit it from look us. Real. Like they want to be black so fucking bad and the shit pisses me off. Go fight them. Like, they really, I'm just sick of them, bruh. Like, and I'm sick of people, like, and I'm sick of white people like them that steal every aspect of the culture, black culture. You know that, son? Like, everybody want to be like me. Bruh, Kim just got in, just, Kim just got in trouble for um trying to trademark the word kimono for some new um shapewear that she's releasing or something. Oh, yeah. I and, um, People was like, or who who came out? The actual governor of what was it? The governor of the governor of some Asian country came out and and made an open letter to her and said, please don't use, don't trademark the word kimono because to us that is a cultural word. That's a cultural impact. That's part of our tradition, our part of our history, and. It's not yours to take. It's not yours to trademark. And at first, when after like at first, she was like, "Fuck y'all, I don't give a fuck" because it's Kim Kardashian. She steals every fucking thing. 
but then after all the backlash, she she came back and had it. She was like, "Okay, I'm gonna change it because I don't want to offend, bitch. You only doing it because nobody's gonna all of the damn backlash. Like nobody was gonna buy that shit if you was gonna keep that shit. But the fact that she even tried to trademark it is like, how oblivious are you? You thought people was gonna be cool with you taking the their fucking word and making it your own? Yeah, like totally. Like I can understand if it was, was I don't know. If it was any other word basically, but like she had to steal something something of, something of cultural significance to an entire people. She feel like she have a right to because her husband's black. They all do. They all do. They all feel like they can act black because they suck black dick, but it's like dick. Just because you do that don't make you black. Your kids are black, but you ain't black. You need to remember that. They just get on my fucking nerves, bruh. I can't stand them. I cannot stand them. And then, then they got they didn't got Kanye coon ass in the damn a sunken place. Now we done lost him forever. Like I'm just, I'm just done. They didn't took Kanye from us. I'm just done with Kim and done with them. I'm just done with them. Now I do like Chris though. I don't like her. I like Chris because she's a boss. She's a boss bitch, and she got her whole whole family rich. Doing nothing. <laughs> um, she got her whole. Oh, correction, Kim. So I fuck with her. Got the whole family rich. Who do you think manages Kim? She manages all of them. So you saying her mom managed her to make that set state? She managed the uh, the fallout from it. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. That's all. Really, that's the only one I tolerate is Chris and um. And I feel like Chris don't try to be black. She don't try to be something she's not. Neither does Courtney. Actually, Kendall, she she don't try to do that shit either. They the only ones that kind of like I feel like stay in their lane. It's who? really Courtney, Kim, Chris, Courtney, and Kendall. It's really Kim, Courtney, um, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie that really kind of piss me off. I feel like they try Kendall, to, she ain't so innocent. Try, she not, but I'm talking about the fact that they trust court that um Chloe, Kylie, and Kim try so hard to be fucking black. And the other three don't. I just don't like that. I just I don't fuck with it, man. Yeah. Like and I don't see how black people can support them by like buying their whack ass products and shit when they could be buying some fucking Fenty. Yeah. Ain't nobody buying that Kylie skin bullshit. We buying Fenty. Oh yeah. I need to go back and re- I need to go back and um get Ain't re-matched. nobody buying no fucking Kylie lip kits. We we buying Fenty over here. I need to get rematched for some Fenty. Get me some Fenty. <laughs> like plus did you see how they was tearing Kylie up over that Kylie how she tried to use it with makeup on on her face 
That shit is embarrassing, bro. It's like, bitch, you don't you don't even use your own products, but you want us to buy that shit? Fuck no. We not buying that shit, Kylie. We buying Fenty. We waiting on Fenty skincare. <laughs> we not buying that. We not buying that bullshit. And that's real. And that's that on that. <laughs> we said what we said. <laughs> We said what we said. Period. <laughs> that was a good one, though. We, we we really did touch on some good topics. Yeah, I guess we can wrap it up now. It's almost Put 10 o'clock. Put a condom on it. It's over. <laughs> Asia, never say that again. Please. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get on up out of yeah, here. We gotta... Thank you for tuning in. All right. Bye, you guys. Peace. Bye, you guys. Bye, you guys.